Don't forget Tallison's film for about a quarter to ten to. A booker of today's staff is staff Pay Dalid Ink Subas. Pay Dalid from the Mishnah about halfway down the page. When a man dies, his assets, unless he gave them away before he died, his assets go to his heirs. Normally his heirs are, let's say, his sons. Now they go to him automatically. They go to the, the, the assets go to the children automatically. They don't have to swear or anything like that. Everything that the man owns automatically goes to the children, whether it's metaltolin, movables, or immovables, like Nadlan, like Karka. The other, uh, the money that he owes, let's say, to his wife, the Ksuba, or to various creditors, can only be collected, basically, from Karka. Okay, they can't, then as the, the, uh, the metalton, the movables that the children get, is not obligated to the Ksuba or the Bachal. That's the general idea. It's not obligated to them. However, we'll see, there might be some exceptions. Let's say, Misha Mes, let's say a person died, he left three different parties, let's say, who are after his assets, his regular heirs, creditors, and a wife, as Iksuba. Now, <clears throat> again, as we said, the Balchov, the creditor, and the Iksuba, and the Iksuba, the, the wife, have no claim on movables. They only have a claim on immovables, on karka. However, in this case, he left some money, which normally would not be subject to their claims, to the wife or the creditors, but the money wasn't handy. The money that the deceased had had, uh, had he had lent out to somebody else, a milva alone, or he left it as a deposit with somebody else. So the money wasn't at hand. The children didn't have the money. So we have machlokas here between Tarfan and Bekiva. Tarfan says, the weakest among them can take the money. Even though normally we just said that it should go to the Yorsham, but the Yorsham don't have it right now. When when people go after the uh, uh, after the deposit or after the loan, uh, who can go after Reb Tarfin says, give it to the weakest. What do we mean by the weakest? So the Gemara is going to discuss that. Is it the one with the least proof? Because they have the less, they have the least uh, um, claim. Their claim is the worst. Meaning, let's say, normal, let's say the Ksuba was written first in 1970. And the loan was in 1975. So the loan, the creditor has the worst claim, right? Because his lien is later. Give it to him. That's what Reb Tarfin says. Interesting idea. Give it to him even though it's after, it's after the man has died. Now, if somebody claimed the money, somebody grabbed the money before the man died and they had a claim to it, that's different. But here we're talking about after the man died, when it normally goes to the ocean, to the heirs, uh, Reb Tarfin says, well, you know what? If it's not in the heirs' hands, it's not, they don't have it, uh, give it to the one with the weakest claim. That's Reb Tarfin. Kiva says, hey, Marachman, then what do you mean the weakest claim? we got the weakest claim. We're going by Rahmanus over here. You don't give it to, to them. Eli Nosli Yarshim goes to the Yarshim. As we said, movables go to the Yarshim. The, uh, the, the creditors and the wife have no claim on movables, on metalplan. What's the biggest idea here? What's the, this strengthens the argument. In order for a creditor or, or a wife to make a claim, she has to make a shvua, or he has to make a shvua that they haven't been paid already by the deceased before he died. Then the Yarshim, they don't need a shvua. So the, the Yarshim obviously have the first claim on it. So Bekiva says it goes to the Yarshim and that's it. Whether they had it in their hands and you certainly can't take it away from them if it was already in their hands. But even if it wasn't, if it was just deposited with somebody else, deposited at the bank or with somebody else, or it was lent out, it goes to the Yarshim. Then the Mishnah goes on. It's like a separate Mishnah, but it's the same idea. Let's say he didn't leave cash. 
he left some fruits. The man died and he left fruits that were already uh, detached from the ground, or detached from the trees. In They were already cut off from the car from the ground. In other words, they're not part of the karka. Karka, we said Ksuba and the and the and the creditor can collect from. But if here they were they were detached, also movables. So again, Whoever grabs them first can grab them. Interesting idea. Whoever grabs them first can grab them. If the Orshim got it, well, then you can't take the Orshim because the Tatalim are not Meshubid to the Ksuba or to the Balchov. But if the Orshim got it, fine. If not, if the, uh, let's say the wife or the uh, creditor got it, so it goes like from Tarfin says, yeah, you could grab something after Misa. So this really goes like Tarfin's will see. So call it Karmazachamen. Zachsa Isha Yosemixabaso. So again, this idea that whoever grabs it first, grab it first, that's <coughs> that's <Reb> Tarfin. <coughs> yeah, that, that you can make a claim. In other words, even though normally we said Aksuban Abachov can only be collected from Karka, but over here, if it wasn't really in the hands of the Yorsham and they grabbed it, that's okay. Now let's say they grabbed too much. Let's say the Ksuba was only two hundred dollars, and they grabbed three hundred dollars worth of uh, fruits. So Zachsa, so he says like this: Let's say she grabbed too much. She took three hundred dollars worth. She's got to return a hundred dollars. She's not entitled to take more than her Ksuba. So Zachsa isha yosem Ksubasa or Bachov yosem or the Bachov. Let's say he grabbed it. He took more than his uh, than his loan was for. Hamosa, what do you do with the extra tarfanami You give it again to the weakest one. Who is the weakest one? <laughs> the weakest one is the one who has the star, says Rashi. Now it's a balashtar because he's got the worst claim because these, if it comes to hands of the Yisom, you can't take it out of them. So again, it's the one with the weakest claim. That's Reb Tarfan. Rabbi Kiva Omer, no. Again, there's no mercy when it comes to din. Mercy is if you want to give stucker, you want to do a chesed, fine. But when it comes to halacha, you tend. El Yonas Yorshim, you give it to Rashi Shikun, certain Shvua. The, ksuba, the, the woman and the creditor need to make a shvur to take away from the orshim. And the orshim, they get it automatically, so to speak. So this goes with the idea that metalkan goes to the orshim, and they don't have a claim upon that. And even if they have a claim, they have to make a shvur to take it out of them. So the easiest thing is just to give it to the orshim. So this is the machlok between Rekiva and Urbkar. Now, why does the Mishnah begin when it says, when it says that if, the, if the money, if the man died and left money, but it wasn't in their hands, it wasn't in the hands of the orshim, but it was rather given as a deposit or as a loan. Why do you think of both cases? Just say deposit or loan. It wasn't in the hands of the Orsham. What's the difference? Let me miss the Milba. Let me miss the country. You need both. If you would just say the loan, the all come from there. Tarfin says that what? In the case of a loan, you know what? Um, give it to the weakest one. You don't have to give it to the Orsham, even though the basic halach is that the Orsham are entitled to it. There, Tarfin says, give it to the one with the weakest claim. Again, we said the weakest claim is the one with the the latest uh, star, let's say, but we'll see. There's another opinion also in the Gemara coming up. But first, the question is why does it say both Milva and Picado? If you would tell you Milva, there, Tarfin says, give it to the weak, the loan is not really, when you say a loan is outstanding, it's not that cash. When you give money, so we always have a cloud. When you give a loan to somebody, the money was meant to be spent as opposed to a deposit. When I give you a money, $100, please hold this for me. I expect you to, not to use that money. I don't expect you to use that money and give me a different hundred dollars back. That's a deposit. Just hold this money. Hold my wallet for me. You're not supposed to take anything out of there. That's a deposit. But a loan is meant to be spent. That's the whole purpose. Why does a guy borrow money? Because he needs to spend it. And he's going to give a different hundred dollars back. So in the case of the Milva, it's meant for spending. So it's not really here. So you're going to claim it back. So there maybe Reb Tarfin says, you know what? Give it to whoever the ones weak. The Bukadin's right here. 
So if it's live here, it's like the loan is in the hands of the Orsham. It's just that the other guy's holding it for him. So there, maybe it would be much of a you just can't give it to anybody else. You can't give it to the one we weakest claim. You got to give it to the Orsham. And if you tell me the case of the Picard and Bahakarati, maybe the Arab Akiva says you have to give it to the Orsham. But maybe in the case of a loan, he's motor to Rabtafim, the money's not here anyway. When I lent $100 to, uh, to Yankel, Yankel doesn't have the $100 sitting around. He's got a good, have to, he has to make a, a different, get a different $100 to pay me back. So maybe over there, it's not like it's in the hands of the Orsham. Maybe he would motor to Rabtafim and give it, to, give it to the one with the weakest claim. Kamash will know that the Machloka stands in both cases between Rabtafim and and Rebekiva. Myla Koshal. So Rebekiva says, give it to the one with the weakest claim. What does that mean? Again, the one with the weakest claim, the one with the weakest proof, meaning he's got the later document. If, let's say, a man, when he was single, the other, give me the example the other way around, a man, when he was single in 1970, lent somebody $500. Or, and then he got married in 1975, gave his wife a ksuba of $200, right? So who has the earlier claim? The Balchov. So the weakest one here would be the wife. She is the later claim, right? So that's the first opinion. That's the weak, give it to the weakest one because they it's hard for them to collect. So maybe uh, give it to the weakest one. But the other one says, look, Subit Isha. No, the woman is always the weakest claim, meaning a woman is hard for her to collect money. Again, women weren't as as um, <clears throat> as prolific in the in the uh, business world and in claims, et cetera, as they are today. In those days, women would be hard for them to go after somebody. So if you wouldn't give it to them, they might be reluctant to get married because they say, oh, listen, the, the littlest thing, I'm going to lose my exuba. Any, any creditor will come. He'll come ahead of me, the, the Orsham, everybody. I, what are my chances of really collecting exuba under these circumstances? So we say, give it to her. She's the one with the weakest friend. The one has got the weakest proof. That's the proper thing to do. Give it to the wife because the wife is in a weaker position because she can't, it's hard for her to collect money in the business world. And uh, if, if, if that's always going to be the argument that she's going to be, that she, it'll, hard be, be, it'll be harder for her to collect, she might, women might want to get married because they'll say, what's the civil worth? I probably won't collect anyway. So that's the idea of the cultural shaman. The same thing with, um, we said, if you left over fruits uh, or fruits or produce, whatever that are cut off from the ground, so the same, Machlokas from Tarfan says that uh, anybody who wants to can grab it, like uh, not even kosher men, whoever grabs it, grabs it. What happens if you took too much? So then you give it back to the one with the weakest claim. What's the one with the weakest claim? The one who's holding the star. If, if the woman grabbed it, then the one with the, the Bachov is the one with the weaker star because the Yorshim, once they get it, you can't take it away from them. Once Yorshim have Metalchlan, you can't, uh, you can't, you can't uh, take it from them. You can only take Karka, and even that's with the Shvua. But Metalchlan, you're not entitled to. So they're the weakest ones. But Rabbi Kiva, Kulanami, Yorshinavi. Why does he talk about it? If there's anything left over, Rabbi Tarfin says, you give it to the weakest one. Rabbi Kiva says, no, what do you mean give it to the Yorshim? Only the Moser, everything goes. Contra Rabbi Kiva, everything goes to the Yorshim. My already talking about most or Kulanami the Orsham. Everything goes to the uh, the whole thing goes to the Orsham. And a Khanami. Kornjabakiv means the whole thing. He didn't even use the Lush and Moser and our gears or Rabkiv didn't use Moser, just Rabtarfan said, if they took too much, who does it return? It returns to the Balashtar, either the wife or the creditor, whoever, whoever grabbed it, it's the other one, and uh, is the one you give back to and not the Orsham. And what does Rabkiv say? Rabkiv says, but he's not really just going on the Moser, he's going on the whole thing. 
But since Rabbi Tafra was talking about Moser, Tana Iyu Nami Moser. So Rabbi Kiva also said Moser. So we have this base of Hachlokas. So Rabbi Tafra says, even after the man died, if the assets are not in the hands of the of the uh, uh, Yarshim, of the heirs, then uh, you can give it to somebody else, whoever has a weaker claim, or in the case of Paris, uh, whoever, whoever grabbed them. Rabbi Kiva, Tfisa Lomani Klaakonj, Rabbi Kiva, grabbing never helps at all. I mean, these people have a legitimate claim. The wife has a claim. She wants her ksuba. The creditors have a claim. The deceased owe them money. They have a claim. Omar Rav, no. Omar Rav Nachman, who should tell us Mechayim? If you grab it while you're alive, guy owes me money. And I know he's dying. And I don't want to go through, wait for probate, and the kids will never pay me back and all that. So I went, uh, you know, I visited him in the hospital, and I grabbed his wallet. He owed me the money anyway. Everything that was in the wallet was mine. He blowed it to me. Am, am I a sinner? Eh, I'm not maybe the nicest guy, but it's my money. I'm entitled to my money. He owes me money, right? So, doesn't uh, and all these other organizations do that kind of stuff, you know? Um, you know, he, he owes me the money. So if he died while he was alive, then Rabbi Kiva also didn't know that I took him as alive. But once he's dead, belongs to the Yorshim. you got to fight with them. Says Lord Rabbi Deman Wait a minute. Where is this money? This money that you're going to grab or these payers that you're going to grab, are you going to take, right? You give it to the weakest one or the one who grabs it. Where is the money? Is it in a place? If it's, is it in the public domain? Where is it? Where is it? You could take it. Because if it's in a place, Rosh Hashanah usually is a place where you can't make a Kenyan. Mashiach doesn't help Rosh Hashanah according to many, right? So you can't uh, you can't make a Kenyan there. So if it's in Rosh Hashanah, it's sort of speak like in Hefker. You know, it's out there in the street. So then you could take it. But if it's in a private domain, then it's like it's it's like it's in Yorshim's hands. So Rabbi Shmuel says it's it's in the Rosh Hashanah. But if it's in a semi-private area, sometimes like in a corner off the off the side of the Rosh Hashanah where people make deals. If it's in a simta here in Ramot, we have a lot of symptoms, like little pathways, little off the off the shusarabim. Avo besimta low because simta, since it's a it's a private, it's a it's like a semi-private area. You can make a kenyan there. Mashiach could help. So if the if the if the money or the payers were in the simta, the yarshim acquired it right away. As we said, once the yarshim have it, you can't take it away from them. You have no claim on the talkland from yarshim. So if it's in a simta, you can't. Rabbi Yochanan say say besimta. Meaning, according to Rab Tarfan, remember, according to Rab Tarfan, according to the Kiva, you can't grab it unless the guy's still alive. But once he's gone, you can't grab it. You can't grab it. You can't give it to the one with the weaker claim. You got to the halachas goes to the Orshim. Rabbi Yochum Shlokish explained in Rab Tarfan, even a simta, you can even, even a simta, you can make a claim there too, because it's only semi private, right? Or simple low. But he says, even a simta, you, because it's not really in their hands, they didn't make a Kenyan. The Orshim didn't make a Kenyan. Even a simta, you can grab it, give it to the weaker one in the case of cash. In the case of the produce, make it, you could, uh, whoever grabs it. Now, so we have a smachlok between Tarf and Rebekiva. Who's the halacha like? So we have a klal. I'm just going to do as a, as a preamble. The, the uh, halacha is usually when Rebekiva argues with another fellow. The halacha is usually like Rebekiva. Halacha, you know, the halacha, not when he's arguing with a multitude of people, but when he's arguing with one, the halacha is like him. So what happened over here was, don't die any Tarfan. Some judges, they adjudicated a case. A case came before them like this, where a man died and he had money, let's say, outstanding a deposit with somebody else. And the Orsham wanted it, and the Ksuba wanted it, the wife wanted it, and the and the uh, creditors wanted it. And they darshan like a tarfan, they gave it to the weakest uh, claim. Bahadra Vishlakesh Uvda Minayu. Vishlakesh came along, right? 
And, uh, and he said, no, the halacha is like a bekiva. And he reversed the ruling. He reversed the ruling. They him, the, the judges ruled like a tarifin, and they reversed it because he says the halacha is like a bekiva. So he re- reversed the ruling, like on appeal. You know, Rashlakish came to appeal that he reversed it. Oh, Rabbi Elchanan. Rabbi Elchanan said to Rashlakish, his buddy, his brother in law, Asisa Kishal Torah, what Rabbi Kiva is like halacha in the Torah? It's like halacha the Moshe Misenai? Why do you have a, I mean, true, normally you'd go like a Bekiva, but over here they paskined already, so they paskined. So it's not like a, you should go like a Bekiva, give it to the Orsham. But if these judges judge it this way, is, a, is it such a halacha in the Torah that you have to follow a Bekiva? What's the machlokas here between Rishlokesh and, and Rabbi Yochanan? Rishlokesh went like Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Yochanan said, you don't have to go like him. Maybe this is the machlokas. The Marsover told me, there's a shayla if a judge made a mistake in something that's befeirish in the Mishnah. And Rashi points out it's not dafka in the Mishnah. It's even in a ruling of the Gemara. Even if Rav and Shmuel, who's not a, a Mishnah, is a Moram, Shmuel certainly in a Mora. In Machlots, Rav and Shmuel, it's like a Machlots and Ram. Even there, you, if, uh, that's considered like a Dvar Mishnah. If you made a mistake, and as a judge made a mistake, he, he didn't observe a, an open Mishnah. It, can that be, can that halacha, be, does that have to be reversed or not? Maybe that's a Machlots. Marsav, Choser. Reish Lakish said, no, you made a mistake in something in the mission. Here we have a Kiva and a Tarf, you got to go to the Kiva. You can reverse that. No, even though he made a mistake, the judge made a judgment. It's even though it's a Dvar Mishnah, it's not like it's a fairy Shalach in the Torah. If the Torah says you could, if a judge says you can be Machal Shabbos, of course you can be Machal Shabbos. You can't go against the Torah. But if you made a mistake, something in the Gemara and something in the Mishnah, maybe that can stand. You don't have to reverse that. Maybe that's a Machlokas. You must look. Everybody holds if you made a mistake in the favoring in the Mishnah, that can be reversed. But over here, what's Machlokas? Why did Rabbi Yochan say he doesn't have to be reversed? Oh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yochan said the halacha is like Rabbi Kiva just generally, and it should be reversed, except that's only when he's arguing with one individual colleague of his, not from his Rebbe. Rabbi Tarfan was Rabbi Yochan's Rebbe. Uh, not Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Kiva's Rebbe, Rabbi Rabbi. So, so he says, uh, Rabbi Yochanan, so Rabbi Yochanan, who said, what did you have to reverse the law for? Yeah, normally it looks like Rabbi Kiva when he argues with a colleague, but not when he argues with the tariff and his Rebbe. So therefore, the law is like Rabbi Kiva. Why did you have to reverse it, you Rish Lakesh? Umar Rabbi Kiva is such a tamachacham that even the Allah is, if he's fighting, if he's arguing with, even with his Rebbe, the Allah is like him. Some say to, to, to explain this, what do you mean? Was Rabbi Tarfan his Rebbe or wasn't his Rebbe? Right? He says, Afilu Mirabo. And this is his Rebbe. Even from his Rebbe, the halach is like him. Some say what happened over here was, and Farshim say that Rabbi Tafim was originally Rabbi Kiva's Rebbe, but Rabbi Kiva grew in learning and became a great Tamachachim to the point where he surpassed, he surpassed Rabbi Tafim. You have that sometimes, right? person started out as, as a student, and then he became so great that he became, you know, greater than his teacher, greater than his professor, his Rebbe, and uh, that would, could be what's going over here. Because over here, Rabbi Kiva became greater than his Rebbe. Truth is, Rabbi Kiva is like the Alchus like Rabbi Kiva only when he argues with the colleague, not with his Rebbe. That's really what I'm talking about here now. This answer was his, was Rabbi Tafin his Rebbe or not? What they didn't know. The answer is originally was his Rebbe, now he's not. That's the third thing. I, I uh, said that too early, but I explained about it's really going on this on this on this answer. So we have three answers. You could say you could say uh, is there machlokas with tovet var mishnah choser or not? We'd rather say everybody holds tovet mishnah choser. If you make a mistake in an open mishnah, that can be reversed on appeal. You know, somebody can it can change it. You made a mistake. 
But the machlokas is, is Allah like Rabbi, like a Bikiva Mechaber or Minat Le Rabo, or even Le Rabo? Or the question is, uh, the question is, was, was Rabbi Rabbi or wasn't he? A third answer. Everybody says Rabbi Tarfin was his colleague. After all, made a mistake here. When we said that the Allah is like Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Tarfin was his, his colleague, the question is, was it said a definite thing that's the halacha? That's what Rishlaka shell, that the halacha is like him and therefore. He reversed it when they passed like Rabbi Tarfin. He said, "No, it's got to be like Rabbi Kiva." Umar Savar, no matanitmar. We're inclined to say when Rabbi Kiva argues with a colleague, we're inclined to go like Rabbi Kiva, but not that the halacha is steadfastly always like Rabbi Kiva. That was could be the difference over here. So we have here that Rish Lakish reversed the law because he says you have to go like Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Elchan was not so mocked about that. They both explained. Rabbi both explained Rabbi Tarfon originally would say, "Is he talking about even in a simta?" But in terms of what the halach is like, which like said, the halach is like a bikiva. You got to you got to in that way. If you somebody pasuk your tarfon, you reverse that. Rabbi Yochanan said, no, you don't have to reverse it. Uh, if you pasuk like a tarfon, not the end of the world. Craving Rabbi Yochanan's story, the relatives of Rabbi Yochanan tfos para the asmei simta. They a story like that happened to some of his uh, cousins or relatives, and they also they grab they made a, they they grab the cow of Yisomim from a simta. In other words, the man had died, left the para in a simta in some uh, little uh, alleyway there off the Rosh Hashanah. And uh, these relatives grabbed it because they had a claim. The man, the deceased, had owed them some money. And the question was, okay, that's also immovable. Technically goes to the Yorshim, right? And, but, but like Rabbi Tarifan said, you know, if you grab it, you grab it. Right? This is like the case of payros, right? Produce. It doesn't, it's not in anybody's hands. It's not like a loan or a deposit. So came for They didn't really paskin. Rabbi Yochanan shouldn't paskin for his kids, but he said, look, if you did it, you know, he asked him, is it okay what we did? He says, yeah, what you did is okay. They came for a shlokesh, because I guess they couldn't really get a psak from a relative, right? He must have, uh, <clears throat> he must have um, recused himself, right? He told them, give it back. You're not entitled to do that. Go like why? Because he went like Rabbi Kiva. Kiva says, "Goes to the Orshim. You can't make a grab here." Also, when he came back for Rabbi Yochanan, Amalu, Masa, what do you want from me? Shekneki Cholikalai, the one who's opposite me, my colleague Rishlakish, my brother-in-law, my colleague disagrees with me, so uh, I can't paskin for you in favor. If my colleague disagrees with me, what do you want from me? Go with him. Hobakadi asked me. Here's a story with a herdsman, like a cowboy, who took care of the cattle of Yisomim. He took care of the cattle. The Tafsi Turmine, and again, the man had died, and they, uh, the, some um, uh, creditors had grabbed an axe from the Yorshim, from the, uh, from the, you know, from the barn. The, the herdsman wasn't that careful, I guess, and they, and people had a claim, and they grabbed the, they owed him an axe, and he grabbed it. Now, once it's in the hands of the Yorshim, you're certainly not allowed to take it without. You know, without and it's metalphone around Meshubatim anyway, you're not obligated to pay, right? Which it's in the hands, once it's in the hands of the Orshim, the, the uh, woman or the, the, the wife or the uh, creditor have no claim on metalphone. But over here, what happened was the claimants, the creditors, no, no, we took it all the way and was alive. It's like I gave you before, I'll tell you the story, man owes me money. I went and he was on his deathbed there and I grabbed his wallet. You know, I took this wallet. I took it, I'm entitled, it's my money. What am I supposed to do? Wait for a probate? You know how long that takes sometimes? You know, people have to go to a different country. 
It's not worth it, right? So I'm mechaim to He said that Bachov says, no, I took it while the guy was alive. I took him was alive. Ubakramer, the herdsman said, no, he took it after death. After death, he can't come and take it. It wasn't like it wasn't claimed it was out in the street or something like that. It was in my possession. I'm I'm the uh I'm the barn barn man, the herdsman of the uh of the of the children. Oskar came for Abnachman, so he said to the herdsman, Islachasadi did Taf say, Do you have proof that they grabbed it? Can you prove it? Do you have a uh, camera, you know, with the video? They go look for the video. Do you have any proof that they grabbed? Amale, I don't have any proof. I'm proof. Amalei, so he said, They could also claim that they bought it. Right? What proof do you have? If no proof, they could say we bought it. They could say that we took it while it was alive. So you have no claim. It's one, it's, you know, he said, he said, who can you prove? What do you mean? What do you mean they could say that that they took it? Uh, well, it's like, we have a rule, what does it mean? Animals move around. It's not like a wallet or, you know, an inanimate object that they had to take, but animals have no chazaka. So it's not like he was holding you somewhere, holding on to it. There's no shiny tour to Monsieur Leroy. It's different by an ox because it was given over to the hands of this uh, shepherd, of this herdsman, right? So therefore, that's considered like he's holding on to it. So Rashi says, um, right, uh, In other words, what, what he said, uh, Rabbi Nachman told him, since they could say we bought it, so they could also say we grabbed it before the man died. But what do you mean? Just, just the fact that they're holding on to it is no proof. If I'm holding on to something, you know, if I have uh, something in my hand, I have a pair of glasses or a wall in my hand, and you say it's yours, you got to prove it. A Muslim Mechabel Varaya. But an animal, that's no proof because the animal, you know, a dog runs into my house and uh, it's my dog. You know, it doesn't mean anything because the dogs and cats and animals, sheep, everything. Here Rashi says, but in, uh, in the Gemara in, uh, in, um, in Gittin where it's quoted, he doesn't say behemadaka. He means all behemoths. Behemoths run around. So therefore, how could he say, since he could say, it's, it, it, since the, uh, the people, who, the creditors could say, well, we bought it. Look, it's in our hands. There is no such thing as in our hands when it comes to animals. Now here there is because since it would belong to a herdsman, it's like it was uh, grabbed on. So Rashi says, and the answer is, the answer is no. Over here, since it was a herdsman's, then it's like it has a chazak. It's not like they're running loose in animals like dogs or cats or animals that run around loose in the street without anybody watching them. Here, since it was handed over to a herdsman, it's like it was a chazak in his, in his rishus. Here's an example. Here's another story. The house of the Nasi had grabbed a, uh, a maidservant of, that belonged to someone from a simta. Again, the man died, the deceased, the father died, and he left over a maidservant, and, and, and she wasn't in the hands of someone from a simta. They grabbed it there. Yes, the three rabbis, yes, these rabbis said to judge the case. Yes, Rabbi was sitting nearby. And they told the uh, the, um, the the agent of the uh, Benasia, the house of the Nasi, Shamper yeah, you grabbed it. Uh, that's legitimate, like Reb Tarfan. Amla Reb Abba, so Reb Abba said to Mishum de Benasina because they're from the house of the Nasi. Machnifosi, you're flattering them, right? <laughs> you're flattering them and telling them, yeah, they can go like Reb Tarfan if you grab it. But don't dine Reb Tarfan the Hadrish Lakish. We had the four at the top of this page that judges rule like Tarfan and Rishlakish reversed it because he said like we said for the different reasons. From his friends, from his colleagues, whatever. So it was reversed. So you shouldn't have done that. Right? 
he reversed the whole halacha. Uh, uh, he took it away from them. Therefore, uh, you shouldn't have done that. You know, but you see different opinions here. Do you go like a Taka or like a Bikiva? Another story, Yemer Bar Cheshu, that was his name, uh, he was owed some money by a certain man. A certain man owed him money. Shachiv, the man died, the man died, then he left over a boat, ship. So this uh, uh, Yemer Bar Cheshu, this is who was, who was owed money by the deceased. The guy died, and uh, he wanted to get to. He didn't. The guy didn't pay him back, so he wanted to take the boat. So he told the messenger, "Go, Zil Tufsanilla, go grab the boat." Uzel Tufsan, he went to grab it. Very difficult story here. Rapapa Rishua met him. They were also owed money by the deceased. You know, usually when people owe money, they owe money to many people, right? They go to a lot of people. So they told him, um, um, they, these two rabbis told him, told the shliach, you're not grabbing it for yourself. He owes us money directly. You're grabbing money for somebody else. And that's called, uh, you're grabbing money for, for a balchol, for a creditor, in a place where that's going to cause somebody else a loss. In other words, if many people are owed money by this poor guy who died, and you're going to grab the money for one of them. You can't do that. If, if one of the Balchovs themselves comes and collects some money, like I say, go cake his wallet. The guy owes you money. But if a messenger went up and picked up the money for one of them, that he's he's doing some, he's doing a favor for one of them in a place where it's a problem for the other people. So, you can't do that. You can't grab it on behalf of one person when it's a chov. That's going to be a, a, a problem, right? It's going to be a, a, a loss for the other people. Tafsua Inu, they grabbed it. They grabbed the money themselves. They said, you shouldn't grab it. They told the shit, don't grab the money. They took it. Uh, he started rowing the boat. He wrote, I guess it wasn't a large ship. He rowed the boat. Says, he started grabbing. He pulled it with ropes to make a king. It sounds like each one said, each one said, I, I acquired the whole thing by pulling. Each one said, you know, he, the guy was pulling it. The, the rowing, it doesn't do it. The other fellow rowing was, Pagur of Pinchas Barami, he met them. Amalu, Rabbi Shmuel Dama Tabayu, Vushitz Rum Rachmishis Rabbin. You can't take it. it. It's remember we said before at the top of Amid days that this one you can grab it is only if it's in the Rishus Rabbin, and this is uh, not in Rishus Rabbin. Presumably the boat was near the dock, which wasn't Rishus Rabbin. There was a lot of boats, a lot of people there. Amalu, Ana Nami Mecharufusit Nara Tafisna. I also I didn't get it from the place where there was a lot of people there that it wasn't Rishus Ram. I took it from the where the main current of the river was. In other words, I took it from the open seas, which was like Rishus Ram. You white geese, you old men, you have the white beards. You're grabbing people's shirts. In other words, you shouldn't have stolen it from the poor Shliach. You're only allowed to take it like like remember, like like Rabbi Kiva said. You can only grab it while the guy's alive. Once the guy's dead, it belongs to the Orsham, even if it's in a Shram or it's in the Simta. Oh, we have to stop now because of the time. And we'll pick up this next story. Abhimar Braidrav, Duravavu, another similar story to this. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow in Mir Tzashem at the, at the same time, 5 o'clock. Have a good day and an easy fast, everybody. And again, don't put on filling yet. You can't put on Talisman still until about 10-2. And the fast is over today at what time? 6.52, I think. Yeah, Mincha at 1.30.